1: In 1936, Kansas City native Charlie Parker took to the stage at 16 years old and played so poorly that Count Basie's drummer threw a cymbal at his head. The act encouraged the saxophonist to become one of the hardest-working musicians to ever live, and years later, Parker changed the music world forever. Since then, the music scene in Kansas City has gone through lots of changes, and this is a show dedicated to modern-day musicians who live and play in the pairs of the Plains. From Tribune Audio Network, I'm Kendall Swank, and this is the Crazology Podcast.
2: Here we call
1: There's a distinct difference between modern pop and the sounds you hear from Olivia Fox. The three-piece all-female band is a collaborative work of Lauren Flynn, Aubrey Callahan, and Tiffany Smith. This is Cave, off the band's first self-titled EP.
2: You're really gonna change this time You think you're gonna walk a street
1: I find so interesting about their music is they use electronic beats with mostly acoustic instruments. Flynn says this is the kind of sound she's always been drawn to.
3: I think that that's kind of what um, sets us apart, I think. Um, But I have always loved, loved pop music and and beats and and 808s. I've always really loved that. But my like singing style isn't quite necessarily that kind of poppy. It's a little bit I mean, it can be, but the style of this band isn't super, super pop. We wanted to have like that harmony, that folk kind of sound. And then um, my drummer, our drummer, Tyler, he um, also does the beats and stuff. He's the one that does the producing, all the production on the albums. And he um, he has some funk to him. And so he kind of was like, yeah, let's let's kind of do this and put those things together and and see how it sounds cuz he and he was saying that too. He's like I've never seen that. It sounds interesting to me to have like folk harmonies mixed with like these 808s and synths and beats and stuff and so it was kind of just a product of let's see what happens and we really liked the sound a lot.
1: What's his general set? Like do you guys play live with them too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what's his general setup? Is it you know full kit and then SPDS uh, drum pad, or is it just oh, a drum pad? Just a and... drum pad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep.
3: That's all. He, his setup's quite a bit easier than the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> He's normally it's the drums who take you know forever setting yeah. up, but not him. It's not definitely not us. He just comes and he sets his little thing up. Like, We're like okay, okay ready good to go.
1: <laughs> so was that was that a request by you guys to keep it more with hit just him doing the electronic stuff, or was it more that? You didn't really see the, nest, the need for a drum kit like on stage with you.
3: Yeah, we just we just wanted to kind of keep it, um, keep the sound with those electric, electronic beats and things like that. We didn't really. We've toyed with having mm-hmm. you know a couple other elements, but it just works and it's clean and it's easy and it's and the sound is just kind of what we're looking for. So we don't really need anything. It more. would just be
4: extra at that point.
3: Yeah. I mean, I think as we are right now, that's where we're happy, just where it's at. But you know, who knows? in the future we could add other elements mm-hmm. to the band, but that's just kind of where we're at now. We're happy with it. Well,
1: have you talked about that then of adding more instrumentation? Cause I mean, you guys all play mm-hmm. more than one instrument, right?
0: Yeah. We're always the most pain yeah. to add. We always like to, kind of have fun with um, percussive elements, especially Mm -hmm. when we do take Tyler out of the equation and it's just acoustic, then we really get to have fun with um, adding shakers and tambourines and Mm -hmm. we all try to do something, you know, add something to the sound when we're singing instead of just using our our voices um, to kind of make it a fuller sound.
4: I think too. With the new album, we've actually um, really incorporated other female musicians in the city. Um, we have one girl, Jess, who's playing keys on one of our new songs, and then we have um, beautiful Katie, piano. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's she's incredible. Um, Katie Guillen played some guitar on one of our tracks, so we really we really love incorporating more people too. Which, yeah, we're really excited for yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Is Olivia Fox then not just the three of you? Is it always a growing band of musicians that you can incorporate?
4: Not really. I mean, <laughs> live
3: shows you're going to expect to see, right. for the most part, us. Yeah. And, um, But we're always interested in collaborating with other mm-hmm. females. And we've done, we got to do some stuff with Yes You Are. Mm-hmm. And we're just trying to. Um, the greeting committee. The greeting committee. Yeah, we're just trying to. To make a, a family out of the musicians in Kansas City, like the female musicians, instead of having that, um, like any a rivalry or competition, yeah. we're just trying to overall just. Overall divisive. Yeah. Trying to include people yeah. and, and say, hey, we're going to be better and everyone's going to be better if we're, if we're all on the same page and, and doing the same each thing. Because mm-hmm. there's room for, for all of us, you know.
1: I'm glad you brought that up too, because you guys, uh, you, you bonded over uh, your. Your, your bio say you bonded over heartbreak. Hmm. But it's... Olivia Fox is all about female empowerment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How important is it to you to, like, bond with these other female musicians and to incorporate them in what you're doing rather than, you know, because a lot of times you are competing for venue spots and these other things. And so why is that important for you guys to be more of an inclusive group than um, somebody who's just trying to get all the gigs, trying to get all the money, trying to get uh, as much airtime playtime as you can?
0: I think right now it's important to have a mindset of inclusiveness in everything that we do. And we all are human. And um, even if, you know, you're on – it, actually it's it's helpful too because as we network with these women – you know, we often have bands that, that, like, I've looked up to, you know, who will ask us, like, hey, do you want to be on this bill with us? Do you want to open up with us? So it really only, I think, helps.
3: You're right. Really. It creates opportunities more yeah. than, than – Or do you
0: want to sing on this track, on Yeah. This album?
3: yeah
4: we've yeah. done it's that been, quite a bit. And it's
0: inspiring. We learn from them. And it's, really, mm-hmm. it's really fun. Yeah.
4: It's everyone's cool. process is a little bit different. So we're all – it's funny. We have these um, girls' meetups with musicians in Kansas City and, like, Every time we meet up, we're talking about, oh, what are you doing for this? What are you doing for that? And it's, like, actually really cool because everyone is – that I've encountered so far has been um, just happy to share how they're succeeding. You know, we share failures too, but it's it's cool that people are so open to share.
0: You can learn so much.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That.
3: And it's just a commonality among us. You know, there's, there's not a ton of female musicians doing it, mm-hmm. so it's like, hey – it's just nice to get together with, with them and, be, and share experiences and, mm-hmm. and, you know, just be together instead of the opposite.
2: Yeah.
1: Let's get uh, back into the new album. So you have a couple of tracks that have already been released so far. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Let's talk about Utah. Sure. You name the song after a state. Was there something that you were doing in Utah when you wrote the song or was this?
3: Yes. <laughs> what was happening? In Utah? So Utah is about. Um, my husband is an avid outdoorsman, and he was heading up into Utah. He's a hunter, and so um, he was heading up there to hunt uh, mule deer. I believe actually. I always think it's elk, but he always corrects me. It's a mule deer. I'm <laughs> like, okay, sorry. Um,
1: I don't are, know what either. <laughs> I mean, I know what an elk is. I have no idea what a mule deer is. So he's.
3: He, he, that's, that's what he does. And so he um, goes on these trips, and he was going to be gone for quite a while. And we had just moved into our new house, and I was just really, really missing him. And also, he's, he doesn't have service. And so I'm. The, the song is just really about me being worried and hoping that he's going to make it back in one piece in the battle, you know, he wins the battle and not the animal, <laughs> which possible, but um, anyway, uh, that, that there's parts of the song talking about, like, being alone in, in the house and there's parts of it just, just, I'm imagining him up, hiking up, like, by himself and, and I'm just like, please come back to me, basically, <laughs> so that's what, that's inspired. That's what inspired
2: Utah He's seen every sunrise since the day he left my side. Haven't heard the comfort of his. i
3: we can all tell what our favorite lines in the song is but mine is is the little breakdown bridge parts it's utah you've been bad to me i just i just like that line because um i don't know it's just kind of sums up the whole thing i'm just like dang it utah you take my man from me so (laughs) utah you've been bad to me um do you have a favorite line
0: um, I really like the song as a whole. I think it's really funny to shame a state. <laughs> <laughs> <It's really funny. laughs> I just like the concept.
4: <laughs> Utah, there's nothing wrong with Utah. Utah's a beautiful
1: state. It is a beautiful state. Yeah. Very beautiful.
4: Gosh, I don't know. I kind of agree with both of you. And the first line that stuck out to me was "Utah, you've been bad to me," but. It doesn't have the same meaning to me that it does to you.
3: (laughs) You're like, Utah,
4: you're just fine. (laughs) You're just fine (laughs) to me.
1: (laughs) What is that like for you guys where you're kind of singing someone else's song or being a part of it where you didn't necessarily get the same emotional experience out of it? It's actually really
4: awesome because um, she'll bring songs to us and she won't tell us what they're about for a while. Like, sometimes she'll mention it, and sometimes we can – like, at this point, I feel like we're a little more intuitive on on the things she's writing. However, especially in the beginning when we first got together, there were a couple songs, and um, I, I we didn't really know what they were about. And um, so, I mean, and you said before, like, we came together through a bunch of different heartbreaks. And so, um, like, I was seeing it through the lens of what I was going through. And so I love – her songs are very relatable, no matter where you're at. And then she tells you, and you're like – oh wow like it's even more I was going through is tough I know I'm like oh well this is really really powerful so it's funny yeah I go back and forth between like should we talk about the song or not because I'm like it's really relatable and people can kind of put their own situation in her music um but at the same time like her stories are also really powerful so it's it's really interesting
0: yeah we were just Aubrey and I were just talking about this Mm -hmm. uh, last week actually about yeah, inter- and the interpretation of and what it it is like to sing somebody else's words. We were just talking about that, and mm-hmm. um, we were we kind of like that. Lauren does not I mean, her songs aren't always as you know ex- explain themselves like Utah does. <laughs> like that right. one's pretty. That one's you know, pretty like very um, storytelling. Yeah, but we kind of like that. We are able to make our own story out of it, and then that allows you to sing it with more emotion and um. And then it's always enjoyable. I mean, this will be like months later after we've been singing it that Lauren might might if we ask her might tell us what the song is about and. Not like it's not like it's a secret, it's but, but like a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't she's like, she like not withholding doesn't tell us. She, she's like, here's a song, here's the next, here's what we're working yeah. on, and usually we she just kind of leaves it. You know, we just get to work yeah, on the right. song. We hit the ground and, running, and like, um, if we ask and we want to know, and mm-hmm. Lauren will tell us, and mm-hmm. um, so it it is cool. It's like oh, it's like getting to know it. That's before what she tells us. About. <laughs> yeah.
1: So who do you tell the stories to first? Your bandmates or your crowd?
3: Oh. <laughs> oh um, they would definitely know before anyone. else yeah. I would tell anyone else. But I mean, yeah, we we talk about it. And at this point, a lot of it I'm not like trying not to tell them. I just I feel like they probably know. And then mm-hmm. and then I'm like, "Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. They're not in my <laughs> head like they might not know exactly what I'm talking about." So so yeah. But yeah, we we have discussions and and kind of say, Okay, this is, this is what these words mean to me. But I love that they take it and and put it into their own lives and feelings, and and I think that's really important for me for them to feel like like it's their song too. It's their. I mean, they may not have written the words, but I want them to like sing it as though they have, and, and you know, feel it that way.
1: What if fans? Said, do you, I mean, do fans have the same expression of like they almost feel like it's a part of them because the way you're songwriting is just so
3: vulnerable,
1: vulnerable would probably be a better mm-hmm. word that I was thinking of. Yeah, because I mean, it's definitely yeah. like when you listen to it, it's not just a standard. I mean, especially, you know, it's definitely not rock, mm-hmm. but there's this delicateness to it. There's this uh, sweetness to it, but it's like really hard to define like exactly what it is. But I think vulnerable is like the great a great way to describe it. Do you have fans that also feel like it's part of them as well? Or have they told you that?
0: Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah Just two nights fans. ago.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, um, yeah. So Earthquake is probably one of the most vulnerable songs. Once I started telling people what that song was about, I got a lot of people coming to me and saying, oh, I've gone through the same thing. And, and thank you for sharing because – you know, it feels like you're not alone and I'm sure you'll be asking what that's about. I'll (laughs) go ahead and sit. My husband and I have gone through years of infertility. And so, um, earthquake is about, is singing to this, this baby, this baby that we're hoping is going to come one day. And with infertility, there's this feeling of, you have no idea if it's going to happen or not and it's kind of like the not knowing is is just as hard as as the not having at some point sometimes i was just kind of like if someone would just tell me like it's never going to happen for sure then i'd be like okay like we can move on but it's it's the not knowing and the hope and then the letdown every month and and just all of this roller coaster of emotions that come along with it um and I found that people just don't. talk. They're talking about it more nowadays. I feel like, but but if you haven't gone through it, or you haven't, um, you don't really know anyone that has, or people because people don't talk about it, then it's it's hard to to really relate. And so I felt like, um, even though it was such a personal thing for me, I felt like it was kind of important to share to maybe help. Other people that might be going through the same thing to kind of feel um, like they're not alone, yeah. yeah, and that those feelings that they're having are very real feelings that other people are experiencing, just not necessarily talking
0: about it. Yeah, so. and, and we did we did a show at a KC Beer Company two nights ago uh, with with KCUR, and um, one of the women in the that was listening in the audience um, came up. And talked to us about how much she appreciated that and what it meant to her, and and I hope she came and talked to you. Yeah, she I, did. Yeah.
3: And then we got a Facebook or a, an Instagram message too from actually, in that crowd. A man. He said that he oh, and his, that's his, his, his wife oh, yeah, had I had gone yeah. through the same thing, and so yeah, it's amazing when you open up about things like that. The people that come up to you and say, "Oh my gosh, I did that. We did the same thing. We know how you feel," and and so.
4: It's pretty incredible. It's yeah, it's so powerful. Yeah, I love, and that's again going back to the relate- relatability, and I—that's the side of me that loves when we share about what's it, what it's about. You know,
2: mm-hmm.
4: it's impactful.
1: Does it make you emotional when you're on stage performing, or when you're when you recorded it? I mean, obviously, it's a very tough subject to talk about.
3: Yeah, it's well it's a, it's a huge release for me. There's a lot of people that don't, that maybe are going through any type of situations. And we're lucky that we have music to, to have that release. And what, however you do it, therapy or, or just whatever you do to release that is, 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 great. But, but I'm just lucky to be able to um, kind of put my emotions down, like on paper, and then kind of sing about it and then that way I can just kind of release it and and let it go and not have it eating me alive. I'm just really lucky to have that. And that's another reason I wanted to let people know kind of what it's about so they can maybe have their own release through someone else's words. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe they just like the harmonies, <laughs> that's fine, too. That's fine. That's fine. You can just listen to it and enjoy harmony and, and beautiful violin. And it's, yeah. Oh, but I think you were asking if I've gotten emotional, and yes. The answer is yes. I have definitely tried to kind of unsuccessfully to fight back mm-hmm. tears, when singing that song, but I'm getting better at it now. Now, well, actually, we have a baby now, so, so I, I, yes, now it has a different meaning to me.
1: What What now. would that be then? Now that you went through all this struggle and now you do have a child.
3: Um, it's just I. Well, I still get emotional singing the song. Just remember, remembering how I felt, and knowing that this song was about this person, but I didn't know the person yet, and now, now I have. Him and I can sing this to him and be like, "This, this was about you," but I didn't know it was about you because I didn't know you yet. So, I don't know; it's interesting. But
1: when you have tough subjects like this, do you guys get emotional as well? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm
4: like tearing
0: up right now. She told me what it was about. <laughs> I was like playing the violin. We were just practicing, and I'm like, I like was trying not to cry. I was like, oh, fighting back a tear. It was, it was yeah. There, there. The best they're really really sweet very supportive mm-hmm.
3: and, and her violin solo jeez, <laughs> just <yeah. laughs> make me cry because because I can feel her emotion like through the violin it's it's amazing
1: that's a cool thing you said because I don't think a lot of people who don't or a lot of people who don't play music really understand how musicians are impacted by just the music itself and how putting in the right minor putting in like um you know if you use like a uh, flat five, minor seven or anything like that. Like you're adding in an emotion into the music.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: How much do you try and think about that side of it where you're, you're not just putting out, um, a lyric or, um, an, an idea. It's more of you're creating this sound that is portraying the type of thing that you're also singing about.
3: Um, Well, I mean, just like you're saying, I think it's just as important to have those aspects. I am not good at that. What what I do is I write, like, the lyrics and I write um, the chord structure and, like, the melody. Like, so I have, like, the basic bones of the song. And then those type of emotions, because I'm not, like, the best instrumentalist at all. I, I... I do great at rhythm, but she's really, really great at um, the solos and the lead. She plays lead on the violin. We don't have a lead guitar. We have lead violin. And she does play lead guitar as well, too. But um, so she'll come in and just add that, those melodies and, and that with that. And Tyler does a really good job of doing the production to make, just make the song come alive and have like the, the, you know, the lungs and the heart when Mm -hmm. I just kind of have like the bare bones.
1: Tiffany, we'll start with you then. So how much do you then think about the notes specifically that you're playing and trying to create emotion with that? Or is it just something that's natural? You just, based on what she tells you she's playing, you're just like, oh, yep, here we go.
0: Yeah, that's funny you ask that because if I am playing along with a song, that's actually a question I'll ask is like, what. Emotion did you have when writing this song? Um, because strings can be a very, they are an emotional instrument yeah. more so than a lot of instruments. And um, so you can, they can be very, very sad and they can, they can sound joyful or they can sound, um, they can really drive um, and be, have more of a, percuss- a percussive element to them. Um, so, and it took me a little bit a little while to kind of figure out the sound um through um like eq and and like the pedals and stuff that I want to use. but um it's really fun and when you're not just on an acoustic level when when you're going to when you're plugging in and you get to kind of like add these different kinds of sounds um to an acoustic instrument it's it's fun and um. We're always looking to kind of like change it up um, and kind of create these different interesting types of sounds. And we'll be looking to do that more too. Right. Yeah. In the future.
1: Aubrey. Do you think about it a lot or is it something that you just, again, she tells you what she's playing and you just go off of that?
4: Um, it depends. Um, Cause I do play the keys and I, I mean, a lot of my parts are like Tyler's doing a lot of the heavy hitting in that, and so he's teaching me things. Sometimes I'll add stuff to it. I feel like where it impacts me the most is actually singing. Like that's um, I'm I haven't been playing keys very long, and I um, I mean I would say out of all of us, I am probably the least. Um, Instrumentally inclined, no, but I don't think so. It. She's good. She can sit down on piano and play. And you should
3: see her play the tambourine and shaker at the same time. <laughs> and she that wh- whistle too was
4: brain stretching for That's me. That's impressive. She, I'm, she, I mean, I've learned a lot so she, in the last three years. One
1: I'm hand yeah, shaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a
4: little bit of bruising while well okay. singing. <laughs> she <laughs> she like like
3: she's working harder than everyone.
4: Um, not sure, sacrificing true. your body. But I really, I don't know. I don't remember what the exact question was. But I think as far as what impacts me the most and um, the feeling behind it would be vocals for me. Um, I've grown up singing. I've always enjoyed singing. I um, always heard harmonies over melodies for whatever reason, and so um, like it's just amazing. I think even um, "Empty," you have that on there, and that one is such a an emotional song um, when we're all singing it, and my part is a high part. And there's something there's something to high parts that just like hit me in a weird way, and like I. It can really bring out a lot of what's going on just by hitting a certain note up there. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's um, – mm-hmm. I feel like it can be really impactful, especially like if it's – You can, I mean, you can go really strong with it. You can go really light and airy with it. There's just such a variety of um, methods.
3: And her ear for harmonies is, is amazing.
4: And then her ability to sing in that
3: beautiful high register, it's, it's just really, really stunning. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Thanks.
4: Mm-hmm you
1: <laughs> <laughs> So how who uh, who's high, who's middle, who's low?
4: Generally, I'm high. Middle. I'm in the basement. Okay.
1: <laughs>
4: There's real, no, there I'm real always song. like Tiffany,
3: just think of the lowest note you can sing and then just
4: and then <laughs> so go a little bit lower. We did, <laughs> we did that on one
0: of our on our new one of our new songs that we had we invited a bunch of other uh, musicians to sing in with us, but yeah. <laughs> i'm i'm doing like singing these two mm. low harmonies so there's like my usual low and then she's like okay can, like, you, can you can you bring do it down just a little bit <laughs> lower i have to like real i couldn't talk in a normal voice during the day He's like <laughs> it, like tyler will try to communicate with me like you get it i have to be like yes <laughs> like <laughs> stay <laughs>
4: down <laughs> like, you'll mess me up uh, yeah her low register is awesome it is but also so is your high registry i think yeah oh. like and we've switched on a couple we, songs. We, oh well, we like to compliment each
0: other, as you can see, and like yeah. remind each other, like you're doing great you're and you're awesome. And oh, I'm there's so enough
4: great. crap going on in your head that, like, I, I, th- I feel like <laughs> you need it. We, we all need it. For that. That. Seriously,
3: and that's what's so so amazing. I used to do this um, solo, and I was just I love harmony so much. It's and obviously it's a huge part of this this whole thing is based around harmony.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and I used to just do solo gigs I had some like a band with me and there were some guys but they
2: mm-hmm.
3: they didn't quite you know I didn't feel it just wasn't the same asking them to sing harmonies you know you have some a guy trying to be like ah, like sing my way of a man now Brandi Carlisle like those guys do it oh my gosh phenomenally. but um and there was just something I about this like sisterhood that that is awesome. We encourage each other every day, and and it's just incredible to be with these ladies. It's
0: sisters that we don't have. Yeah, we we'll have brothers. Yep. That's right, we group with brothers. Yep.
1: Yeah. So is this an everyday relationship that you guys are just reaching out just to say hey, what's yeah. up or? Oh yeah, we're, we're
0: we have a, we have all a all text thread. <laughs> Foxy ladies, little fox emoji. Yeah, that's our that's our text <laughs> thread. <laughs>
4: That's true. group chat. Pretty much. What are you going to wear? What are you going to yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, you just mentioned a little bit ago, let's talk about Empty a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a brand new song. So, and I just mm-hmm. got it today. So, I didn't have a chance to listen to it. So, what can you tell me about Empty? Or what do you want to tell the listeners about Empty?
3: Um, so, Empty is... Um, a look back at the person I was before I met my husband. Empty is about um, not kind of letting people treat you not how you should be treated. And knowing your worth is really what, what that song is about. It's, it's kind of like me looking back and being like, wow, I really... I really didn't um, know my worth at the time, and I let people treat me poorly, boys and specifically. But it doesn't have to just be about about that. It can be any, any relationship that, that you're in that you're not being treated how you should be. You shouldn't have to ask for people's time. If you have to ask for their time, they don't deserve your time, I feel like. And so... Um, But meeting my husband and just the way that he treated me really showed me, like, wow, okay, this is how I deserve to be treated. This is how everyone deserves to be treated. You know, like they're worth something. So that's what empty is about.
1: So was it all relationships, like up until a certain point? that you felt this way or was it just a string of a few right before you met your husband that yeah
3: there's definitely not all of my relationships there there was just a a few of them looking back I was like you know I can't like I can't believe the person now I can't believe that that person back then let people do those things but you know I was young and we all do we all um make these mistakes and learn and, and I grew from them and that's that's wonderful that's what you're supposed to do um but yeah it was it was just a few and i won't be naming names that's fine you don't have to name names no i'm just kidding i mean i've been with my husband for 15 years so it's it's been we were kids you know right and i i don't blame anyone for for you know people are just doing what all young and yeah exactly (laughs) i hope people don't look at the things that i did when i was you know 15 or whatever and be like ah she's a horrible person you Mm -hmm. know that's just i was 15 or he you know it was young and you learn
1: all right let's check it out this is empty by olivia fox
2: Toss it around you give it away like it's nothing you toss it around like it's
1: Enjoying this episode of the crazyology Podcast? Make sure to check out other podcasts from the Tribune Audio Network, including those from Fox 4 Kansas City. Hear interviews with Kansas City officials and getting comfortable with Mark Alford. Or check out a special edition of Signal Hill featuring John Holt as he interviews Six Ten Sports Radio host Bob Fesco. If you're listening and this is after Friday, August twenty third, twenty nineteen, their new album Carmen is out, and you can go and find it right now. Why did you guys decide that? carbon was going to be the name of this album like what what does that mean to you
3: so this is this is um an interesting one and so carbon the whole idea um behind the song carbon is um basically the potential that that people have that we all have is is this potential and so carbon in its purest form is diamond and and you know we know carbon is in everything and and carbon is in um um is also in dirt as well it's an impure form is is dirt and so i just thought that was kind of interesting to th- to think that like this can be so many different things just like people there's just a spectrum of of who we are and who we choose to be and, you know, one day we could be the diamond in ourselves and then another day we could be more on like the coal side or dirt, you know. And and so, um, so a lot of these songs kind of encompass just the potential of, of people and, and what they are bringing to the table at any given time. And so and there actually is that is the line in the song Carbon is you could be diamond, but you're just dirt. And so that's a sassy. I
1: feel like you're throwing shade at somebody. It's a sassy. <laughs>
3: I mean, th-
1: I think we s- all have
4: people in mind. Yes. When sing this song. Okay. Yeah,
3: there's there are people but, in mind, but I mean we're not. It's not yeah.
4: like that though. Like it's but, still another kind of general. Yeah,
3: it's just in general. Just don't be don't be shady. Don't be dirty. <laughs> be, a <diamond. laughs> be a diamond. Be a diamond. Don't
0: be a diamond. diamond yeah be kind
1: <laughs> have you had to actually say not necessarily using those words but have you had a moment where you've actually said or thought in your head to somebody don't be garbage don't be dirt be a diamond
3: um no i have not specifically said those <laughs> words i have thought those words <laughs> to people <laughs> but but that's not the point the point is not <laughs> We're not naming names the, the point don't. is not about about <laughs> uh, the actual person. It's just more of an idea because we we all encounter, you know, people that maybe are showing us their dirt and not their diamond.
4: It's such a yeah. shame too because I feel like I mean, at least for a long time in my life, I always, I always saw just like the potential in people. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they could do such great things or like they're such a natural leader. Like people just follow them and they're just floundering as if it's not a big deal. <laughs> That's a good word for it. Okay? It's, it's literally, yeah, it's just waffling around, you know, <laughs> wavering. <laughs> it's just unfortunate. And I, I think it, it can be really disappointing to see those people do that because you're like, man, you have just such great potential. You're wasting it.
3: Yeah, and even you know, even just the potential in our ourselves mm. too. Um, that's just true. very true. Yeah, like I could be dirt sometimes too, and mm. I try to be diamond. We're just gonna keep <laughs> going with this diamond and dirt. <laughs> but, uh, Shall we go that on? Could be it's own song. Like the next time you
1: do one, just dive in dirt. So that's yeah. the odd because right? it would be the polar opposites mm-hmm. of yeah. a diamond or carbon next
3: album yeah yeah uh, it's just yeah next album diamond dirt. <laughs> that sounds very country i don't know though <laughs> we gotta yeah. be careful because we kind of ride that line anyway so we gonna be careful not that there's anything wrong with
1: that across the board for you guys as a band i mean do you tr- are you trying to just be uplifting every time even though maybe some of your songs are a little tougher to deal with or how do you really pass on that um that that message to to people who are listening to your music that even though this is kind of maybe a song about a tougher time and you you're connecting with it you're still worth so much more than you're even giving yourself credit for
3: well, I don't know, I think that you said that perfectly. I know, Literally. I'm like, do
4: we add to that? I yeah, don't think I so. Think yeah, it's
0: <laughs> cool because like when we're playing a set list, I kind of think about sometimes we will have kind of a darker song, but then we'll follow it up with another message. And it and it's important to remember those times that aren't as good and reflect on those times just as much as we do on the good times because that, that's often where growth occurs and where you kind of learn from those moments.
3: Yeah. And I, and that's just where so much emotion comes out of that. Um, we, we do have, we just, we don't, we're not really like a happy song type of band. Our songs are a little bit darker and just a little bit heavier, but, but not, but we're happy people and and we, we do convey hope and we, and, and things like that. But, but also in my writing, I guess, um, specifically Tend to lean more towards a little bit of a darker feel, like the minors. I just, I love that. And I love like the heaviness and the emotion of it. I just, I don't, I'm just not much of a writer to kind of write like upbeat, like fun, happy songs. Across the water is probably like the, the, like, Happiest yeah, of song
0: that that we do. It's almost a little too hopeful. We're, we might mix it from <laughs> now. <on>. I know.
1: <laughs> Can't play that one live. Yeah. Anymore.
0: Um, <laughs> Give
1: but people hope.
3: <laughs> but if you listen to the verses, you're like, oh, there, there she is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the verses. But um, anyway, I, I I like it. I like uh, songs that that have that. And there, but there's. In my mind, there's there's a place for everything. There's, there's times to, to write just like silly, fun songs that, that are just that have a great hook. And you're just kind of like, yeah, like this is great for that. And then there's times when you have songs that have a really deep emotional meaning and purpose. And there's just, just like a spectrum of, of, of music and you're, you can be in the mood for all of it. I don't think you have to kind of do one or the other. But that's just kind of a little bit more towards where we lean at the moment.
1: Do people come up to you and mention that, like, you're, they're kind of like, "Oh, it's really serious." I was just kind of looking to dance and have a good night. <laughs> they probably can't <But laughs>
4: themselves. I guess maybe if we see somebody
0: like walk off during a song, if they're on the <laughs> dance floor, this is too like much. trying. This
3: is too much. Yeah, we're not probably a dance floor type band, no. But no. Um, but no one, I don't think, has specifically mentioned to us that they were disappointed
0: no about it's that. really it's really cool to hear them come up and say and thank thank us for like the women mostly you know um, come up to all of us and tell us how relatable they are and I think that's more what they're looking for and they find in our music
1: yeah and going back to that um you guys just it seems like you're doing a lot to try and like really Continue to strengthen other women, and you guys even have girls' nights where what? There's no, no boys allowed. Not even, <laughs> not even baby boys at this point.
4: Uh, we would make an exception oh, for yeah. Ford. <laughs> he would, he would probably be allowed. But, but yeah, it's. it's- Yeah. Well, yeah. So I started this group. It's, I call it girl squad, but that's my own term. So I I like it. I feel like it's (laughs) (laughs) like, we need a name for this. Um, but yeah, basically we just meet every month. We collaborated on this idea and we talked about it so many times and I was like, okay, well, we're just going to do it. We're going to start doing it. Um, so it's a Facebook group and we all invited all of the female musicians that we know here in Kansas city. So they're all, um, able to see what we're doing. i I just plan one event every month. Sometimes there's more, you know, sprinkled in there. If there's like a yoga night or something, I don't know. Um, we just do one event a month and it depends on what night and what we're doing on how many people show up, but anywhere from like two or three to like 15 people have shown up. And we, sometimes we have questions planned and sometimes we don't and just hang out. I had one night just at my house and we watched The Office and mm-hmm. ate meat and cheese plates, you know, <laughs> like it was just, um, it's just really cool. And um, I love building the relationships with those girls. Like they're all so different and they all think differently. And I'm just like, oh, I want to know. I want to know like everything. I don't know. They're just, they're just really fascinating people and all very different and all very artsy and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. She's
3: done a really great job of, of
4: putting these events mm-hmm. together. <clears throat> I mean, it, me. yeah, it is just it's basically in it in its purest form, just building more community here. I don't think we need the competition as much. I feel like Kansas City is a really great place to to have community. I know other mm-hmm. places are a lot more cut through cutthroat, like you were saying before. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just something I, I feel like we're actually able to foster community here.
3: So yeah, and it's easy to kind of look at other other people that are maybe doing well and be like, wow. Gosh, you know, I wish we were doing well, or, or, man. But then when you get to know these people, they're just, they're just like you. Like they're mm-hmm. they're looking at other people, and you know, everyone's kind of like looking around. Like,
0: yeah, they're oh. probably like, wow, I was thinking the same thing about you. Like, yeah, yeah. like so oh, we struggle so with that too.
3: Okay, <laughs> yeah. So everyone has has these. So it's so nice to just get together and kind of bring those walls down and mm-hmm. talk to each other and find out that we all have the same insecurities and and fears yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: do those nights then kind of impact I won't necessarily say just the general music but obviously they're
0: certainly inspiring um,
1: um, I guess what would you what would be what, what do you take away from them away from being a musician just as a regular person who's just trying to live your life every day because a lot of people are looking at you as this person on stage, this person they hear in recordings, but obviously you guys probably go through the same struggles everybody else does.
0: Yeah, it's really, really inspiring getting to talk with these other women, um, Kiana from Yes You Are, and Crystal Rose, and um, you know they—they just—it's cool because there's such a wealth of wisdom. You know, there's so much. You can learn um, when you really start to get to know um, somebody. And I think it's always really, really inspiring to see somebody who's very passionate about what they're doing, and it doesn't have to be music. It could be anything. And just being around somebody like that and, and hearing them talk about what they do and, and how much they love it and how much they put into it, it's very inspiring.
1: So are these not – are these – Mostly musicians with a few other people sprinkled in? Or is it just a gathering of and, just women from all over the city? Yeah, industry, geared I, towards industry.
0: Yeah, um, yeah musician.
4: Yeah, because we've yeah. got, like, um, a couple of uh, female DJs from, like, The Buzz will come sometimes oh, cool. and hang out with us. and Promoters
3: um, and yeah, just anyone, anyone that's who's involved,
4: involved in music in any way.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And, you know, if you're a girl and
3: you're not involved in music in any way and you still want to come, like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. just, come on. Yeah, we're just... We are
1: OliviaFox at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah just send a message. <laughs> yeah, yes.
3: we are all Olivia Fox. That's right.
1: Uh, let's talk about one of the older songs because um, it, it obviously it was the first one off of your last uh, your last record. Uh, Play the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it's kind of another one of those. It's a little sassier in there. And was, mm-hmm. uh, was there? Was it? Obviously, this was an older song, but you were already married did the lyrics come from even before that or was this something around your So
3: this song is actually this song was more about um that that riff that guitar riff um than actually the, the lyrics. Okay. This was more about like that I really liked the energy that the song had mm-hmm. and and so really like this, the lyrics kind of came after the the melody and the the guitar riff. So I just had this guitar riff, and I was like, "This is this is like groovy." And I'm like, "This is I kind of like this." <laughs> and it's so simple. It's so 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 simple. But sometimes some of the like best songs are are really simple. And so I was like, "Oh well, let's just try something really simple." Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's the same. Mm-hmm. It's
0: the same little guitar riff. The entire song. Yeah, doesn't change throughout the verse, the chorus. Mm-hmm. The little the section and it's and it's just vocals and that guitar and it's stripped down acoustic version and I
4: love it. I mean yeah. the vocals were complicated. The vocal- I, I yeah, think the harmonies very are complex. are
3: interesting harmonies and um the melody it, it was just kind of the melody just kind of came and the lyrics kind of just kind of flowed into it. And then so then the song kind of became it kind of wrote itself, like it kind of like, <laughs> kind of took its own little, little, little roads and turns and then kind of ended up the way it was. And I, it almost was going to do something else. I had this bridge part to it that would completely change. But then I was like, no, I really like just kind of the, the two sections that are in the song and that's enough. That's all it needs. And so... Yeah, so there wasn't a specific like instance or anything that these lyrics are about. This is much more playful, song. Um, yeah.
1: What would you say across the board from everything that you've written is life inspired, and then how much of it is just divine? Just the song just pops out.
3: Um, my writing. For me personally, I, I would say it's probably 99% of inspired by my life or other people's lives like around me that I kind of see people going through things and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to use that. <laughs> and You're welcome. Well then, yeah. hold on, I have to jump in right there. <laughs> have you
1: written a song about your bandmates? I mean... Do they like, know if you have?
3: This Maybe some experiences, but... Yeah, okay. experiences, yeah.
1: All right, here it is. This is Play the Game by Libby Vox. Difficult for you guys to play venues where people aren't just up and dancing. I mean,
3: like, um I I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I prefer it when people are just
4: listening.
1: Do you, do you I, get I like those that. crowds?
4: We do, uh, we do actually like enough too. We do. AC okay. birko actually was a a great one. And I thought people were going to be all over the place. We had like a lat- Latin band before us and they were so high energy and amazing. Mm-hmm. And everyone was getting into it. And then we go up and we're like, okay, well, we're going to knock yeah, it down a couple not- not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. notches. notches. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nachos, notches. Yeah. But we've done like So Far Sounds a couple times and um, some other smaller venues. I- I feel like, man, we we are very. Our manager lucky. does a
3: really good job of of booking us shows yeah. that that are in our vein of mm-hmm. of like listeners. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not going to book us, you know, somewhere that isn't going to be right for what we're doing. Mm-hmm. He's very good at that, yeah. and so um, for the most part, we we do play shows where people appreciate the harmonies or the the lyrics or or whatever. So they're actually like listening. Mm-hmm. Um, to the songs as opposed to just, just going and, you know, rocking out and having a good time and dancing around. It's, it's a little bit of a different experience, I would say. Um, and yeah, we, we really love to do those shows. Knuckleheads is a perfect venue for that because everyone at Knuckleheads is there to hear music. They're not necessarily going to, you know, just party and, and have fun and hear some, like, some fun music they're going to listen to to what we have to say and and that's really cool
1: tiffany since you're kind of like the main lead instrument in the band is there times where you're wanting to take it to that next level while you're on stage playing stuff i mean are you trying to push your limits or you i just want to stick to the song the way that we recorded the way that we played
0: No, I am always wanting, uh, trying to learn new things all the time. Um, and I do some, some versions when I'm playing live, sometimes I do play it a little differently. Um, sometimes that's fun. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's interesting because when you record a song, you know, you might go back later and (laughs) you're, you're always growing as an artist and you're always changing and, um, yeah, sometimes I do kind of think it's fun to, like, change it up a little bit, and um, I'm always looking for, like, new ways to add the sound of an electronic sound, too. Um, we've even kind of toyed around with um, trying, to, trying to get some lower bass sounds as well, um, so that's something we're still playing with.
3: Yeah, she's really good at kind of being like, how about Gosh. this? What about this? What if we yeah. did this? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> she was
4: She's like, does that sound okay? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it sounds great. Every time she's like, does my violin sound weird? We're like, no, it sounds amazing. It sounds really good.
1: Do so you push her to go bigger when you guys are playing live shows?
3: I'm always like, more Tiffany. Anything you want to yeah. do. Like, just, like,
4: anything you want <laughs> to add is just great. Just do it, yeah, because yeah.
3: she's really, really good at at, mm-hmm. at at doing that. And she does really good at improv, I think. And I'm like, hey, hey, let's go. Continue the solo. And she's like, <laughs>
2: Okay, I'll bring that on her sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, like,
4: okay. Yeah,
0: so yeah, takes it with stride. Yeah, that's okay. I'm okay with that. It's it's good because it kind of pushes you to grow and step out of your comfort zone. Yeah, a little bit.
4: I think it's amazing, even just in the couple years we've been together, to see the the progress we've made, even just as individual musicians. Like, just I've seen a lot of growth, like between all of us. Especially, like, with Tiff and I kind of we, – we've played – I've played keys in the past. She's played violin in the past. But it was kind of like – We haven't gigged, though. Come, yeah, like, no. Lauren had
0: a gigging career, you know, prior to this. Yeah.
4: But we – I was
0: briefly with my friend Logan uh, before getting together with these girls. But yeah, we haven't – hadn't really gigged publicly.
4: Yeah. So we kind of slid back my into audience it. And it was, was my dog.
1: We're playing with these girls Same
0: (laughs) So if I can just picture Skipper's sweet little face Out there in the crowd (laughs) So
1: what what has it been like then Going from not really uh, Being on stage ever To being on a band that's starting to get A lot of recognition and you're putting out your Mm -hmm. second album
4: well, I'm nervous every time, but <laughs> I, I uh, have sang at church since I was 15. And so, and, and granted, that's a little bit different because you're getting up on a stage and you're not singing for people necessarily. Um, it's not the same thing. Um, so I, I tend to get, still get nervous every time we get up and perform. It's getting more comfortable, um, especially as we get, just get more comfortable with our instruments and our voices and um, even talking publicly to people, you mm-hmm. know, um, like having transitions when when they're tuning up and I'm like oh okay I Mm -hmm. guess I'm gonna say something I don't know what it is yet but
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's I struggle with that too I'm like can I just sing
4: it can I just sing I know then I could feel better it's totally (laughs) different like public speaking and public singing whole different animal
1: you should just design your set list to be like a musical. where. Oh, that's your- a brilliant idea.
4: <laughs> brilliant. Let's do that. Please, Flash Mob. Maybe we can get audience participation with that. Find mm-hmm. us on oh, social yes. media.
1: I've always wanted to do a Flash Mob in a mall where we did Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs>
4: oh, Amazing, Kendall. If no you can dream it, you can it. do <laughs> it. No <laughs> one has ever,
1: like... like I mean, who we'll knows, who no knows 50 people who want to do a flash mob? You guys want to do a flash mob? Oh, yeah, yeah you've got three right here. I just want that we'll silent moment where everyone has his head bang because that's how they do it in Wayne's <laughs> World. Yeah. Where we have this big <laughs> harmony build then all of a sudden it's just dead silent and everyone's just,
4: just <laughs> <Amazing>. rocking out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sign bad. us up. Oh, sounds fun to me. I'll do
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be fun. We I feel like it'd be got fun. Got a
4: crew of people. We, I bet they'd all want to do it too. That's true. You guys do have a girl squad.
1: Some, that's right. Sponsors.
4: Exactly. All right. You just let us know. <laughs>
1: perfect. Uh, one more song off the new album is um, "Easy." And what does this song mean to you guys?
4: Um. So I think the whole theme of the song is um, basically nothing worth having is easy. Like you have to, you have to work for the things that you really care about in life. Um, for me, like, and it was so relatable to me when she brought it to us. She let me sing a verse on it too. <laughs> I let you. I know that didn't that didn't come out right, but I was just really pumped when she asked me to sing part of it because, um, like, part of my story is just going through a divorce a couple of years ago and. Um, having to work really, really hard for something that I really wanted and then still he walked away. Um, and I wouldn't have changed anything. I think that everything mm. I worked for in that marriage was still worth it. And even in hindsight, I'm like, I wouldn't have changed. I wouldn't have changed that. Like I still would have worked that hard on it. Um, it's, it still wasn't easy. Um, I think part of, part of the song too is just um, can I lay my – can I lay this truth down for, for a minute? Like, can I just put this down and set it aside for a second so I can function, you know? Um, I think a lot of it was, I mean, it was just fighting that every single day. Um, yeah. It was not easy,
3: but. But nothing worth having. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, that song uh, for me was is another one that, that um, I had, this was right when I started realizing, okay, we're going to have issues having a baby. And I was just like – and people around me were getting pregnant, and I was just like, Mm -hmm. I need to get away. I need to just go go on a vacation and just kind of – just like she said, put it down. Like there's a lyric in the song that that says, I won't let my truth wash away with the tide. And then – but then it comes back around and says, but I'll pick my truth back up again because it's it's my truth and it's me and it's – and nothing worth having is easy. And so, you know, um, I just needed a break. And so I flew out, mm-hmm. like, to California and had a little girl's trip and just kind of wrote that song thinking, let me just let go of what I have, like, the emotions right now. Just let it go. Mm-hmm. And then pick it back up and – and move on, but that—that's what that song is yeah. about.
4: Not avoiding it necessarily. Just I need a mental break. Just <laughs> it's me just so it. much. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's it for this episode of the Crazology Podcast. Today's episode was produced by myself, Kendall Swank, with production assistance from Lindsay Adele, Jacob Orlowski, and Mike Simpson, and editing done by Mike Simpson. My guests today are Lauren Flynn, Aubrey Callahan, and Tiffany Smith from the band Olivia Fox. You can find more episodes of the Crazology Podcast at fox4kc.com or by searching Crazology wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, this is Easy by Olivia Fox.
2: Watch the sunset on my heart. Why can't anything just be easy? It's always a mess and life gets hard. So let my bare feet take me to the water.